Thank you for joining us for the broadcast of the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, where Daryl Jackson is our pastor. We are located at 2440 Atlas Road in Columbia, South Carolina, and we're so glad you've tuned in. We pray that today's message is truly a blessing to you. If you desire prayer, our ministers are available to pray with you. Give us a call at 803-776-1238 or call us toll free at 1-888-776-1238. Today, Pastor Daryl Jackson continues the 60th year Diamond Jubilee series with the message titled, Don't Give Up on Your Praise.
Say the last line. in your sight for you are our strength and our redeemer it is in your name we pray and give thanks and all the worshipers one more time praise team come on only if you are a worshiper only if you are a worshiper if you're not a worshiper you don't have to join in but all the worshipers Give God your best praise. Think of something that God did for you that only God could have done. And then you give God your best praise. Think of where you would be if God had not been on your side. And give God your best praise. If it had not been for the Lord that was on our side. Amen. You help me celebrate Pastor Wendy Wyatt. Such an honor. Thank you. Thank you. 
such a powerful anointing on her life. Now would you help me on this day? Every day is a good day to celebrate worship and arts. But this is really a good day because this is the day that we recognize all of their many sacrifices. Come on, come on y'all. Open your mouths, clap those hands. Amen, amen. I love this ministry so much. We have been blessed as you saw the great video talked about the transition uh, throughout the years with so many wonderful leaders. I said to someone the other day, one of the lessons I've learned in life is that great leaders are not those who deem themselves great leaders. Catch that. The great leaders are those who lead if no one ever know who they are. Amen. You've got a whole lot of self-appointed, no anointed leaders, okay? But thank God for this ministry. Help me celebrate our very own Regina Skeeter. Come on, by the way. I said to her last week, I stopped by her office, I said to her last week, I said, I know it's tough sometimes, and when you, when you come into a new place and, and, and you're new and God has an anointing on your life to do it, the enemy will show up. And the enemy's greatest tools are egos. Uh, I, I preached that another Sunday. <laughs> that's the, that's, that is the most lethal weapon of the enemy. Egos, okay? But when, but when everybody comes together, and it doesn't matter who gets the credit as long as God gets the glory, amen. We say thank you, amen, amen. There's a word from the Lord as we celebrate Worship and Arts Sunday, this great day of celebration, two passages of Holy Scripture, Psalms 137, verses 1 through 4. If you've been at Bible Way any length of time, you know how often I quote from this passage. And I try to at least preach, preach from this at least once a year. I'm not one of those preachers who apologize for preaching from the same text. Folks say, Pastor, you preached from that text last year. I said, I may do it before the year's over again. Amen. You listen to the same song on the radio over and over again. <laughs> Don't you? you? Get happy every time you hear it. Amen. Amen. Psalms 137, verses 1 through verse 4. And Psalm 34, verse 1. And we are reading from the regular King James Version. Where's Deacon William T. Moore when I need him? The regular King James. He said, now you got the real Bible, Pastor. <laughs> Amen. King James Version. Listen to the reading of God's holy words. Psalms 137, verses 1 through verse 4. By the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down. Yeah, we wept when we remembered Zion. We hanged our harps upon the willows in the midst thereof. For there they that carried us away captive required of us a song. And they that wasted us required of us merit or a joyful hymn saying, sing us one of the songs of Zion. Verse 4, how shall 
we sing the Lord's song in a strange land. And then Psalms 34, verse 1, I will bless the Lord at all times. <laughs> His praise shall continually be in my mouth. And we ask God's blessings on the reading and the hearing of his word. For the next few moments, I want to preach to you from the subject, don't give up on your praise. Uh, before you sit down, just turn around and wave at somebody and say, don't give up on your praise. Clap those hands as you take your seat. Don't give up. Don't you dare give up <laughs> on your praise. Listen, as people of faith, one of the challenges we sometimes struggle with, particularly those of us who are worshipers, those of you who are anointed to lead worship and, and to help others uh, usher them into an atmosphere of worship. It is sometimes tough, and you often struggle with how not to lose your own praise when you're going through very difficult and painful times. Can we be transparent and honest? Doesn't matter how anointed you are, even the most anointed of people sometimes get weary and sometimes struggle with the Lord, how can I maintain this level of anointing? Can I preach to you? For some, it seems easier to praise God when things are going good in their lives. When the bills are paid, family is doing well, etc., etc. When things are going good, everybody likes you. <laughs> uh, no, no issues you're dealing with at the moment. You come in with pep in your step. I came to get my praise on. That's good. We refer to these kind of worshipers as seasonal or convenient praisers. Somebody say convenient praisers. The truth is, we should all strive to be more consistent, somebody say consistent, and not so seasonal or convenient. Can I preach? In every aspect of your life, consistency matters. Amen? It matters in anything you do. Consistency Matters. I know I, I started two businesses, ran my own business for a long time, uh, served now at the State House, and I've had a lot of people that I've had to employ, a lot of people that have come through what I was doing. And, and, and looking back over my life, I would rather take someone who's consistent and less talented than someone who's more talented and not consistent. Can I pray? Can I preach? Can I praise God? Can I worship on this? A whole lot of you got talent and anointed, but no consistency. 
Yeah. You, you, you can sing people into a fit when you sing. <laughs> you are good when you do what you do. But you don't always do what you do. You sometimes find yourself attacked by the demon of inconsistency. Can I preach? Consistent praisers will praise God regardless of the season. <laughs> I want to make sure I'm in the right church. How many of you ever had to struggle just to make your way to church? Struggle just to put your socks on. Struggle just, just to get dressed. Pain racking your body. But you had to make your way because you was glad when it said unto you, let us go into the house of the Lord. Some folk hadn't been back since COVID. And it's not because they're afraid to catch COVID. It's that they're just inconsistent. Amen. Consistent praisers will praise God regardless of the season, the situation, or the circumstance. It's easy to praise him when you feel good. What about when your body is racked with pain? What, what about pre the old church used to say, I'm pressing on the upward way. Uh, anybody ever had to press your way out? Uh, don't fool me. Now, anyone ever had to press your way through a situation just to give God the praise that God deserves? Anybody know how to give God your best praise on your worst days? Come on, take 10 seconds, take 20 seconds. Think of something God did for you that only God could have done and give God your best. I've learned to praise God when I'm not feeling well. Folk have gotten on my last nerve. Learn to praise God when I'm broke, busted, and disgusted. Learn to praise God when things are not going so well in my life. For consistent praisers, praise is not just based on what God has done. For consistent praises, praise is not just based on what God will do. But for consistent praises, praise is based on who God is. Not what he has done, not what I hope he would do. Listen, it is important that we understand that God does not always do everything we want him to do. It's important that we understand that God does not always give us all that we may desire. However, despite all of that, and even if he doesn't do it, consistent praisers know he's still worthy of our praise. I feel like preaching. Has anybody ever praised God when God lets you down? God did not bring you out. Things did not work out the way you had desire. Some folk had not been back to worship since someone they loved died. I've had people say to me in my face, I can't come to church anymore because God should have healed my mama. God should have healed 
grandmama. I don't understand. And I said, you don't understand why they had to go the way of all the earth? You don't understand why a man that is born of a woman is of a few days and full of trouble? And so you've got to press your way. Praising God for who he is simply means that we always have a reason to praise God. Oh, I just want to make sure I'm in the right place. You, you don't need to look for a reason to praise God. You praise God for who he is. He is Jehovah Jireh. He is Elohim. God is a heart fixer and a mind regulator. God is God all by himself. Woo. Look at somebody and say, you always have a reason to praise God. But what God does may vary from situation to situation. Uh, what God does may vary from one circumstance to another. God may choose to do this and not that. But who he is remains the same. If you know he is a good God, then he's a good God when good things don't happen to you. Anybody know that God is still good all the time and all the time God is good. Sometimes you got to get on the devil's nerve and give God your biggest holler when things did not work out on your behalf and say, I'll shabak you from the depths of my belly. Somebody say he's still good. He's still a good God. He's still a good God. What you know about Jesus? He's a situations in which the Lord chooses to intervene on our behalf while there are other situations he chooses not to I want to say that again I'm not one of these preachers that tells you that everything you touch and agree on you're going to have if that's the case some of you will have a whole lot of stuff uh, and God chooses to intervene at some times, at some points in your life. And then there are other times, other points in your life in which God chooses not to. Sometimes he delivers us out of some very difficult situations. Mm. And sometimes he just gives us the strength whew, to go through. <laughs> Can I get a witness? Sometimes he'll pull you out 
sometimes he will anoint you to hang in there and go through it sometimes God transforms night into morning sometimes God says weeping endures all night but joy comes in the morning anybody ever gave God a midnight praise anybody ever gave God a dark hour praise anybody ever gave God tears streaming down your face praise anybody ever gave God headache praise backache praise anybody ever gave God I don't know if I can get out of this situation praise you oh God your best praise all the time who am I preaching to who am I preaching to some of you showed up at 8 for the right reason because God says I need you to be more consistent I know you're broke I know you're waiting on your breakthrough but in case it doesn't come let the devil know I still know how to dance I know how to dance in a strange land listen now, although God may not choose to deliver us from every situation, that does not mean that he's forsaken us and is no longer worthy of our praise. You do know that because God does not give you everything you desire, he's still Abba Father. He's still your God. Look at the text, if you will, for the next few moments. These two incredible texts reference the first in particular, Psalms 137, tells us about how we ought to learn a lesson about those who gave up. Our text occurs during a very difficult time for a group of, this is important, Jewish worshipers. These were not just Jewish citizens by the rivers of Babylon. These were Jewish worshipers. These were those who were the greatest in their field. Musicians, singers, praisers. They had been taken into captivity by the Babylonians. In fact, Babylon did something unusual. Lots of people who go into captivity in ancient times went in because of their muscle because of their strength, they can help build pyramids and walls and buildings and castles. But that wasn't the case historically for the Babylonian captivity. Babylon went for the intellectual, the emotional, the spiritual uh, leaders, those who were anointed. <laughs> Preach Pastor Jackson. Those who knew how to lead others in worship. Babylon, under its captivity, went for those who were young, those who were gifted and talented, and not necessarily those who had the greatest muscles and strength. Because Babylon, unlike Rome and others, did not need slaves to build their walls or castles. They went for inspiration. So they went and got the worship leaders, got the anointed ones. 
got those Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, got Daniel, got, got, got those, got Zerubbabel, got Ezra, Nehemiah, got, got those who were gifted and talented with something. Such was the case. Psalms 137. These worship leaders were by the rivers of Babylon. Psalm is right in verse 1. They said, and I quote, we wept when we remembered Zion. Ooh, our hearts were broken when we considered our situation, when we considered where we were and where we came from. We wept when we remembered our homeland. We're then told in verse 2 of the text that these sad and dejected worshipers did something no praiser should ever do. Did something no anointed musician should ever do because of their emotional struggles. They hung up their musical instruments. Not because they lost the ability to play, uh, but because they just didn't feel it. Whew. I'm preaching to somebody. You ought to never walk away from your anointing and your praise because you just don't feel like it. Somebody got on your nerve. That's why you don't do it anymore. They vowed in the text never to sing another song of worship again. Never to praise God again. They vowed that we are in what we call a difficult situation. In fact, when asked by those who carried them away in captivity to sing one of the songs of Zion, they responded with these sad words. How can we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? What a sad commentary that your praise is totally predicated on your situation. How can we sing the Lord's song in a strength. I thought about this, Pastor Lawson. I, I thought about this, uh, Deacon. I said, what can we learn from this? And here's one of the things that my late Uncle Joe taught me about life. Uh, he, he taught me this, Deacon Jay. He says, Dara, most lessons in life you learn what not to do. He says, anybody can read a book and, and learn a formula, he says, but the greatest lessons in life is that you watch somebody else's mistakes. Who preach? And you learn what not to do. So when you become a pastor, son, don't do it like this. When, when God puts you in a situation, don't do it like this. Look at how they fell from grace. Look at how they messed. Such is the case with these dejected, sad Worshippers, What are you saying, Pastor Jackson? There are three important insights from these sad, dejected worshipers' experience that we should take note of as worshipers ourselves. Three things that we ought to take note of what they did not do and what they should have done. May I preach it to you? Can I leave you with this on this Sunday morning? Well, God said the first thing 
that is important for us as an insight or takeaway from their experience by the rivers of Babylon is this. They should have never given up on their praise just because their situation or the circumstances in their lives changed. Now look at somebody and says, neither should we. Stay right there for a moment. They should have never stopped praising God because they were at a different place in their lives. Help me, Holy Ghost. Ooh. They should never have stopped praising God because the situation changed. What if every time you lost a job, you would lose your praise? What if every time you lost a friend or every time a relationship broke up, you would lose your praise? What if every time your place changed, ooh, you would lose your praise? Here's where they went wrong. They were worshipers. They were praisers. They were anointed in the house of Israel to bring praise and glory to God. Now, does that change? Because your location changed. Some of you only know how to praise God at a good time in your life. But how many of you know how to give God a good praise in a strange place? Come on. Anybody know how to give God your best praise in a Lord, I'm feeling strange. I'm sick. I'm broke. I'm lonely. I'm hurt. I don't know how I'm going to get through this situation. But one thing I'll never lose is my praise. Somebody give God a hallelujah praise. Somebody help me shout hallelujah. Look at somebody and say, don't give it up. Don't you give up your praise. Uh, second key insight from their experience by the rivers of Babylon is this. They should have had the faith to believe that God can turn their situation around. Look at somebody and say, so should we. <laughs> in other words, faith is believing in what everyone else says impossible, but knowing that God can make it happen. Even in captivity in a strange land, they should have had the faith to believe that God is still a deliverer and God can turn my situation around. This next praise is not for everyone, but for anyone in here that believe that God can turn your situation around, you owe God to stand up on your feet, open your mouth, clap your hands, and give God your best in it. Don't fool me now. Look at somebody and say, neighbor, God can turn your situation 
turn around one time and give God your best. He's a turnaround God. He's a turnaround God. He's a turnaround God. He's a turnaround God. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Someone, God can, God will, God can. Any believers? Any believers? stand to your feet. You know how we do it. This is the last one. But I need y'all to help me with this. This is the last one. Get you a praise partner. And we're going to talk to the praise partners. Look at somebody say, neighbor, they should have had the desire and the will to keep praising God even if he never turned situation around even if God doesn't do it he's still worthy who am I preaching to even if God doesn't do it he is still worthy even if God never does it God is still worthy God is still worthy y'all got about five minutes to give God your best dance to give God your best
Look at listen. Listen. Here's my last point. Make your way to this altar. Here's my last point. We want to conclude with this. David, who was perhaps the most famous praiser of all times. Got it. <laughs> now David had a whole lot of issues. <laughs> David was an adulterer. Yes, sir. David had a man kill. But God only said this about one man in the Bible. He is the man out of my own heart. Because David got it when it came to his praise. David understood these three key insights. That is why David writes in Psalms 34 and verse 1, I will bless the Lord at all times. Ooh. Let me see if there are any Davids in here. I will, ooh, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Look at someone and say, don't you dare give up on your praise. Ooh. Listen, as we prepare for this altar experience, Ooh. I need you to hashtag that to somebody all day today. Yes. Just send somebody a message. Don't, don't explain. Don't elaborate. Just send them a message. Say, don't give up, don't give up. on your praise. Why? Because praise is what I do. Shekinah Glory Ministries wrote this song. It says, praise is what I do. When I want to be close to you. I'll lift my hands in praise. Elder Francis Williams told us Tuesday night, keep your hands up. Uh, praise is who I am. I'll praise him while I can. I, I'll praise him at all times. Song said, I vow to praise you through the good and the bad. <laughs> Somebody lift those Holy Ghost hands and say, I'll praise you whether happy or sad. I'll praise you in all that I go through because praise is what I do because I owe it all to you. Come on, right now, right now. Clap those hands, everybody. Yeah. Praise is what I do. Yeah. When I want to be close, somebody make your way to this altar right now. You've had a struggle in your life. But God says, I still need you to praise me. Praise Come on. Anyone else? Ooh, that's right. Walk down those aisles. That's right. Come on. That's right. That's right. I'll bless him 
<laughs> through the good uh. and the bad. Ooh. <laughs> How uh. you. There's some praisers in here. There's some praisers. Ooh. Whether I'm happy or I'm sad. Uh. you. some point in our lives found ourselves in a strange place not necessarily literally but emotionally metaphorically Ooh, we all have been there Ooh, in that strange situation in that strange place but the lesson we should take away from 
these worship leaders by the rivers of Babylon is that we should never give up on our praise just because our situation changes, just because the circumstances in our lives have changed. Ooh. Because God is still good uh, all the time. And all the time, God is good. Mm. Lift those hands, close those eyes. Listen, if there is anyone here under the sound of my voice in this building or virtually streaming, and perhaps you've you found yourself taking a step backwards but now <laughs> you want to make that commitment that I vow to praise you whether good or bad I vow to praise you whether happy or sad it begins with the relationship with God and if you are not where you are with your relationship with God, today, this morning, is a great time to get there. Ooh. If you are looking for a church home, certainly we welcome the opportunity. But a long time ago, we stopped trying to build names on the roll and started trying to place people in the kingdom. <laughs> Because every name on the roll is not a person in the kingdom. Amen. <laughs> I want you to be in the kingdom. I, I, I want you to have that relationship with God. And if you need that this morning, you want somebody to pray with you, help you pray together, you remain standing. We will personally, gladly, we have people that will personally and gladly minister unto you. Lord, we thank you for this Worship and Arts Sunday. Thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for reminding us at 8 o'clock never to give up on our praise. Situation may change. Circumstances in our lives may change. But you will remain the same. You are still worthy of our praise. We know how to praise you in a strange place. Ooh. We know how to praise you on our worst days. And we say thank you. Someone under the sound of my voice, on the verge of giving up, perhaps having heard this word, are now committing their lives to praising you for the rest of their life. Ooh. This is our prayer. In your name we pray and give thanks. And everyone that loves the Lord said amen, amen. If you're here this morning, if you're here this morning and you want to make that commitment, come on. You've been listening to the worship service of the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, where Daryl Jackson is our pastor. Our worship services are open to all at 2440 Atlas Road in Columbia, South Carolina, just off Interstate 77 between Shop and Bluff Roads. We will continue to air our services here on the radio. We are also streaming live on our website at bwcar.org 
on Facebook at Bible Way Church of Atlas Road and now on YouTube. Our streaming services are available live on Sundays at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. and on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. If you missed any of our services or want to watch them again, you can get them on demand on any of our social media channels. We invite you to stay in spiritual fellowship with us. To place your order for a CD or DVD of today's sermon titled, Don't Give Up on Your Praise, please call us at 803-776-1238. Reference sermon number 052123. Again, the telephone number is 803-776-1238 sermon number 052123. June is Men's Month at Bible Way. Join the Men's Ministry Friday, June 9th for a night of comedy featuring comedian Rod Allison of North Carolina. The event begins at 7 p.m. in the sanctuary, but join us for refreshments and light jazz in the Fellowship Hall at 6 p.m. right before the show. The attire is evening casual. This event is free. Sign up at bwcar.org to attend. On Sunday, June 11th, join us for Family Fun Day at Bible Way. This event is also free, open to the community, and will be filled with entertainment, food, games, music, and more. Bring your lawn chair, sit back, and enjoy the sights and sound of Church Family Fellowship immediately following the morning worship service. That's Sunday, June 11th at Bible Way. We praise God for the testimonies of those who have received Christ and now have a deeper relationship with God because of this ministry. To sow a financial seed into this ministry, you can give online by clicking the link on our website at bwcar.org or you can give right from your mobile phone by texting BWCAR and your giving amount to the number 73256. You can also mail your gift the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, Post Office Box 90309, Columbia, South Carolina, 29290. Please do not mail cash. Financial donations are being accepted at the church on Tuesdays from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. We thank you for your continued support of this ministry. At Bible Way, our mission is to know God, to love, and to serve.